What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Track Talk Podcast. We are your hosts, Emma and Hannah, and this is another edition of In Case You Missed Indie Extended. In Case You Missed Indie. Oh, wait. Uh, Before we start, did you get your Taylor Swift dance party tickets today? No. Did you? Yeah. I'm an ambassador for it. I so know. I don't have to get tickets. Oh, you don't have to get tickets. Yeah. Okay. Why? Um, no, they just, they went on, on sale today and I was like, Emma, so <laughs> we're going to keep this in. <laughs> did you get your tickets? I did. Okay. I got my early bird tickets. They Great. went on sale today. Uh, one of the first times Emma and I ever hung out yeah. was at a Taylor Swift dance party. And now whenever the group comes to town, yeah. we, we do that. We go. Um, and they're coming back in November and we're very excited. excited. Anyways, tickets went on sale today. So I had to ask her. She got her, uh, I'll be there. So you are an ambassador. You're continuing to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. IndyCar. (laughs) (laughs) IndyCar. Let's jump back into that. Um, my God, I don't like if you listen to our F1 episode at the beginning of it, we talk about how we have like no thoughts. Mm -hmm. It was just chaos. That entire race. Yeah. I've, I've, it's been 24 hours. You have thoughts now? I've collected my thoughts. Okay. What happened? Well, I don't know what happened, so. I, I, I was going to say, I don't know if I really have thoughts. I have um, my notes from when I watched the race, and they, I just don't know. It's yeah. a stream of consciousness. Yeah. It's just, So, yeah. before we get into the race itself, there's a few differences I want to get into to, to make it make sense. Okay. Um, yep. First off being tires. You know, okay, you know how in F1 they have three tire compounds? Three, yeah. Tire compounds, hard, medium, soft. Yeah. In Indy, they have um, alternates and primaries. Yeah. So the primaries could be related to like the hards mm-hmm. and then the alternates are the soft tires. Mm-hmm. And during an Indy race, they have to run at least one set each. Mm-hmm. So that came into play during the race because Pato was forced to pit and switch onto the alternates. Mm-hmm. And that kind of just like really screwed over his race because mm-hmm. he dropped back. Yeah. But you might be, if you watch the race and you're just like, why did he do that? It's because he had no choice. He literally yeah. had to run the alternates. Yeah. Um, for those who are watching on the broadcast, it, it shows you on the side what tire compound they're on, very similar to F1. Yes. But it shows you either white or red. Yes. So that's, yeah. The reds are the alternates. Yes. Yeah. The blacks are the primaries. It might it's be. Like a, it's like a white outline of okay, like yeah. black. Yeah. So if it's not red, it's primaries. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then as well in the difference, a huge difference between F1 and Indy is in F1, when there's a safety car, you'll see cars dive into the pit, Mm -hmm. like immediately to take advantage of it. And then they don't, they don't waste as much time in the Mm -hmm. pits. Whereas an Indy car, the pit lane closes Mm -hmm. as soon as the caution, that's a yellow flag. As soon as the caution is out, the pit lane closes until the safety car is out until it kind of gets control of the pack of cars mm-hmm. it sometimes reopens but unless you have like because there's a few instances where drivers pit like right before the safety car mm-hmm. came out or the caution came out and they were looking at yeah. whether they had been into yeah. into pit before um the what do they call it pit row before yeah, pit, pit row, row had closed um or not yeah. yeah so yeah they can't just dive into the pit as soon as the caution is out whereas in f1 you can yeah um, which I thought was pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. It's different. It, it's different. It, it means that you can't do what F1 teams sometimes do where they bank on, mm-hmm. on a safety car for an easy pit stop. Yeah. No, yeah. completely changes the strategy yeah. as well as you'll see some drivers that do go in to the pit and that is for an emergency, whether that is they're extremely low on fuel and they have no choice. Mm-hmm. So that means they get a chance to refill for two seconds <laughs> Or if there's like a tire that they have changed, they can only change the one tire. But if they do that, if they have to go in for the emergency pit stop, then they are forced to rejoin at like the back. So now you know. 
those are the few differences that might help with this yeah. chaotic race. Yep. Laguna Seca was recently repaved, and that is cause for chaos. That and the fact that their gravel traps are sand traps. Yeah. It's sand. Sand. It's sand. It's, it's and sand. it's much harder to, if there is stuff on the track, to get rid of gravel than in mm-hmm. sand. Mm-hmm. They don't fry, actually. So no. there's just, with the new compound, or with the new um, pave, pavement and sand on the track, there was literally no grip. No grip. <laughs> so usually when a track, because it's very rare that tracks will just be repaved, um, over time the racing line is formed, the grip is formed just from the like degradation on the tires. And because this track was recently paved, there was no grip on the racing line. And so drivers were kind of forced to stick together. And like, if they made the move to pass, they would be risking mm-hmm. completely losing their grip and sliding. And mm-hmm. we saw that happen many, many, times. Many, many times. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it was just chaos in itself. And like the same corner at the same, because yep. there were eight cautions. Which is insane. Yeah, that's crazy. And yeah. at the restarts for like all of these cautions, they the same collisions would happen yeah. in the same turn. The same turn, yeah. It's like they weren't learning from what was not going right. To be fair, it's the last race. I'm sure no one gave a shit. I don't yeah. really blame them for <laughs> yeah. like kind of going harder than they should have. Yeah. Like it makes sense. It's all in at this point. Yeah. Go big or go home. Yep. Do you want to start from Quali? So, something did happen at Quali. Something that is another difference between... Oh, yeah. I didn't watch Quali. Quali. <laughs> you didn't? Oh, well, no, I was at the football game. You were at the football game. Yeah. Yes. I um, another difference between F1 and Indy. If a red flag is out during F1 Quali and it's only a few minutes left, like there's not really much chances for the drivers to go and set a lap. They'll just call it there. Mm-hmm. And so that's why it's really important for these drivers to set a lap time when they can, because red flags do happen. Mm-hmm. Whereas an Indy, it's a rule that all of the drivers have at least one more chance to get a lap in, mm-hmm. depending, like it, even if it, there's, it stops like 30, mm-hmm. 45 seconds, mm-hmm. they still get one more chance, which I like. It Yes. But again, it goes back to strategy. And sometimes if you're like the first one, out, right? Like yeah. F1 teams will purposely hold out mm-hmm. to wait for the tire or for the um, track to evolve, mm-hmm. track evolution. And then sometimes they're running that risk of if there is a red flag, mm-hmm. them not being able to come back out onto the circuit. So yeah, yeah it kind of eliminates that aspect of it Yeah, because um, you have to set a lap. Yeah. And with quality as well, it's pretty much the same as like Q1, Q2, Q3, except for Q1, It'd be like round one mm-hmm. for Indy. They go out in two groups because there's more cars. And that's based off their times from practice, mm-hmm. which is also cool. Yeah. So practice actually does mean something yes, yeah. in IndyCar as opposed to yeah. F1. And that's quite literally yeah. why I don't watch F1 practice. Because yeah, there's really nothing. You know who's going to have a good feel of the car for the weekend, but like their times don't mean anything. So for the group two for quali this week it was like all of my favorite drivers yeah and i was very nervous because i was like okay well not all of these guys are gonna make it through to round two and i was very sad about that like yeah. it's just it was like christian it was armstrong it was newgarden it was pato it was literally all the drivers malukas was in there as well like devlin all these drivers i cared about were in group two mm-hmm. and i was like i can't i can't root for any of these mm-hmm. drivers at this point I will be sad and happy regardless. I guess like the main thing for qualifying was uh, Felix Rosenquist took pole. So his very last race with Aaron McLaren and he got that pole position, which was really exciting. Yeah. We love that for him. It was kind of like, it was just like a sweet moment, yeah. you know, to like see yeah. that, you know. 
I'm glad he had that because his race was his not, race was compromised. It was not it. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, that was quality. Um, on the topic of Aaron McLaren here really quickly, their social media team this weekend was bonkers. Daryl McLaren is on top of They their... are. Well, I mean, when you have Pato Award on your team, you have to be on top of, of th- those things. And he's always very willing to participate in them very clearly. Um, but yeah, I was... It was like appointment story watching this weekend. Every time Aaron McLaren posted something. One of the... I don't know... I don't think I don't think it's just her. I think there's her and someone else, but there's the one of the girls that runs the is like Aaron McLaren admin. Her name's Crystal, mm. and she is. I had the chance to meet her in Toronto. Mm. She's like the coolest person ever, and she knows what people like people want to see. Yes. you know what I yeah. mean. So she's you can she, tell she's like she's young. She's I want like I want to say she's in her twenties. She she's giving what we she's giving us what we need. Yeah. You know, like she is running. IndyCar right now just like honestly because IndyCar does not have the same like following on social media that F1 does. Yeah I would agree. And so Crystal and her team they're very they're they're on top of it. Mm -hmm. They're they are they know what we want to see and they're feeding us Mm -hmm. and it's great. Mm -hmm. Props. I mean the penguin video. I cried. Felix, Pato, and Alexander Rossi. Mm -hmm. I mean was Alex even in that video? I'm not really sure. Um, but it was just, it was it's crazy. Everything. It's like the Madagascar penguins dance. I was I highly recommend to watch if you haven't. I posted it on our story, but if you haven't seen it, go take a look. Pato is giving 110%. Pato always gives 110%. Felix is, is trying, yeah. but he's trying to do it right. Pato was doing it, but like not right. Mm-hmm. Alexander Rossi did not want to be there in the slightest till the end. Okay. <laughs> All I can think about is because David Malukas is signed for Aaron McLaren. No, I know. We are going to get Pato and David, two social media kings. I know. And Alex Rossi, I feel so bad for him. I know. Because like, in that video with Felix already, Felix and Pato, it was like, he's like the dad of the group. Right? And it's That's just going to get worse when he has David Lil Lucas. Dave and Pato on his team. Mm-hmm. Like, truly. But I'm so ready for oh, it. Oh, I'm so ready for it. Someone has sent us, um, I think it was on Instagram, someone has sent us a photo of Lucas, Pato, uh, Lando and Piastri. Oh, I saw this. And like the four of them. Same drivers, different fonts. Same drivers, different fonts. <laughs> like they are all just kind of copy and pasted. And know? that's not just looks, just no, no, no. putting that out there. That's that's fully in like personality. personality. Clearly Zach Brown has like a type that he tries to recruit. He also seemingly knows who the people want to see in mm-hmm. the car. Yeah. Um, because yeah. we all wanted David to get that last Aaron McLaren seat, and then he did. Yeah. So, yeah. I thought that was hilarious. Which, yeah, I know. It's like the four of them, they're this, they're all the same. Yeah. I want, I need, and Alexander Rossi, I need the five of them to just do a video together. I don't know why they wouldn't, because or why they haven't. Because I mean, maybe in the States? Maybe, it, yeah, maybe in when they have more downtime now that the indie season is over, um, they'll look at that, because... If you want to bring fans, if you want to bring F1 fans to Indy, and motorsports fans are motorsports fans. Mm. If they're interested in F1, a lot of them are also interested in Indy. We've learned that just by talking about Indy and having people reach out and be like, oh my goodness, they're pretty similar. And now I'm interested in Indy. Um, Why would you not want to have this crossover of like 
And I understand Indy trying to create its own brand, like aside from F1, but because McLaren has a team in both, they mm-hmm. could be the team to, you know, bring more mm-hmm. viewership and bring more eyes to Indy. It only really helps their pockets. Yeah, no, 100%. They would also break the internet. Uh, and it would break the internet, yep. <laughs> to have the four of them. And I just need Alexander Rossi. You know what I want? I want like a game show and I want Alexander Rossi to host As it. As the host, yeah. yeah. Oh, great How good idea. would that be, right? That would, that would be or like a like a Pato and David versus like Lando and Oscar in like some sort of game show, kind of like Family Feud, yes, yes, ish. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> no, I do. Yeah, we need it. <laughs> Who's in charge of that? <laughs> Crystal, is that you? Like, get on, get on it. Like, how good would that be? I, it would be appointment TV. Yeah, it'd be great. <laughs> okay, back to the race. We're scared to talk about it. Yeah, I've been putting this off. Like lap one, turn one absolute chaos chaos and we <laughs> i'm gonna echo you that's that's fair you today <laughs> i watched it when it happened live you rewound it i rewound it trying to figure out what happened i i don't know it was like it was one thing happened that dominoed into another but then something else happened that affected what happened before like i'm gonna read it because yeah i was gonna say why don't you because i tried to take notes they we tried to take notes i think the the website that you Mm -hmm. are using has the perfect synopsis of how this one singular turn went at the very first lap yeah so felix rosenquist had got off fine like he was leading he was good he's probably a good start and then it just went downhill from there (laughs) so this is from racer.com props to them for Figuring it out what we couldn't. Yeah. Uh, so Lungard, who had also started very high up on mm-hmm. the grid, t- uh, hit the left rear wheel of Scott McLaughlin, pushed him into the sand. Newgarden as well was ushered that way because he was also in that pack. In the middle, like behind them, Marcus Armstrong made contact with Graham Rahal and pushed him out. And then Newgard- Newgarden got hit again from that. Graham Rahal went into his teammate Yuri Vips. And then on the exit of the corner, Scott Dixon got pulled sideways as he applied the power or like as he went to like maybe like a gear shift or something mm. and then knocked Renus VK off his track and into a spin. That was a lot. That like how many drivers is that? Well, that's interesting because they were also kind of um, debating whether Colton Herta was involved in this as well. So it's like I'm glad they, that they figured it out because yeah. that's how many drivers. I don't think Colton Herta was involved. I mean, him and Renus VK had, like, a thing, but I don't think that Colton was actually, like, to blame at all. So I don't think they mentioned him because of it. Scott Dixon got, um, first of all, he had a grid penalty, so that pushed him back already. Mm -hmm. But because of this, because he he hit the back of Renus VK, he got a drive-through penalty, which we know they have to go through the um, pit row. Mm -hmm. Pit lane? Pit row. Pit row. They have to go through that. Pit row. Pit row. Pit row. Rot row. I was thinking that. (laughs) So... Scott Dixon, yeah, had the penalty because of that. I feel like there was another penalty given out. I don't know. But on the restart, it was Felix Rosenquist leading Alex Pillow, Will Power, Pato Award, and then Scott Dixon. Because he got away clean, yeah. he just had the penalty after yeah. that to go through. And then, yeah, we saw San- Santino Ferrucci and then Augustine Canapino. And those two drivers aren't usually fighting for, like, top right. spots. Yeah. So they were up there because of that collision. And then, like, right after... The restart, Joseph Newgarden spun going into turn four, and then there was another caution that came out. That was Joseph trying to re um, 
Enter the pack. Enter the pack. Yeah. And and that second collision was completely on his own. Uh, yeah, it wasn't it was, even a collision. It, it was wasn't just him. Collision. And it was, it was so him, yeah. unfortunate. Like, we're... He's, like, one of the guys we're rooting for. Mm-hmm. And that... The first... He got hit twice. Yeah. And then the spin was his fault. And that just brought him back... Like, brought him down four laps. Yeah. And I was just like, there was no coming back from this. Yeah. He finished, obviously. Like, he still finished. He got points. But it was so unfortunate because he was really, really in the running to be the top Penske driver... And he just didn't, he couldn't yeah. do anything with it. Yeah. I know. Th- this is the man who almost won every oval this season. He won the Indy 500. Won, won like, the Indy 500. And I don't want all of that to, you know, be discounted because of what happened this weekend. Because he know. had a great season. It's just well, unfortunate had, that this was the end of the season. He had a really good first half of this season. Right. Yeah. I feel like towards the end, it just wasn't. The number two car was just kind of struggling. I did text Caitlin, one of the mechanics, yeah. on his car after the race. And I was like, you guys should be proud of yourself. Next year, you guys are going to be stronger. Yeah. Do you know they're doing hybrid next year? Really? Not for... they. It's not, like, confirmed for all races. Okay. But it's supposed to benefit, like, the push-to-pass system. Mm, okay. To, like, store extra battery that way. Yeah. As opposed to using more fuel. So is there more upgrades? Like... Yeah. Like, there's... It's an entirely different system, but they don't know if it's going to be for all races or what. Like, they're still, like, as of right now, like, this week, they're testing it. Okay. It was supposed to be for 2023, and it just didn't work out. Mm, Okay. So next year. We'll see. Yeah. So just while we're still on this really quickly, I had to laugh. Why? Because Graham Rahal hopped out of his car and ran over to Yuri Vips' car. Like, he was going... It was like George Russell and Valtteri Bottas. Yep. Part two. Yeah. The the marshal had to... Uh, do they call them the marshals? I think they do. Yeah. The the race marshal had to, hold like, hold Ray Hall back, back yeah. from going at Vips. And you could hear Vips being like, I, I didn't yeah. Vips do anything. Did, and he didn't. He like, didn't do anything. He was just caught in that mess. And, yeah. you know, he... Yeah, it was, like, it was just a disaster. And, yeah, I think that Graham Ray Hall... He was the only... Like, he was the only one who actually had to retire from that first collision. Yeah, yeah. So it is... I can see why he'd be angry. Absolutely. But like to attack your teammate. It's a teammate. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, come on, you know? Okay, so knowing that Graham Ray Hall racing for Ray Hall Letterman Lanigan, dad part owner of the team, Yuri Vips doesn't technically have a seat next year. Mm -hmm. Does he get one after this? Well, it wasn't his fault. I know it wasn't his fault, but does Yuri want to race with Graham after Graham, like, without even knowing? Genuinely. Goes out I, of him? I think Yuri would be happy to have a seat anyway. You know what? So true. If it was, maybe if it was any other driver, we could have this conversation. If Yuri was, should be happy to have a seat. If it was any other driver, yeah. they'd be like, I'm not racing with Graham Ray Hall. Not after he attacked me for nothing. Yeah. Um, but I think Yuri Vips, if he's offered that seat, which he is a strong contender for that yeah. second seat yeah. at RLL. So I think, I'm, I think a lot of us are just waiting for that announcement. Yeah. But... Yeah. Um, did you see the, the angle of Pato just driving away and it's like in his rear view, like yeah. everything just happens because yeah. he got away from that corner like was, unscathed, yeah. but it literally was like the meme of the girl standing there and like the fire, the fire and, behind her. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly how I felt. I wrote that down because I was like Pato just driving away as the entire field blows up in his mm-hmm. rear view. Yeah. Well, that was also like Felix Rosenquist. And Felix. Well, I mean, it was it was yeah. most the angle but that like, I saw was from Pato's Pato, car. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's pretty funny. He is a lucky man. There was another caution that happened pretty soon after that. Most there was like five cautions before the halfway point. Yeah. Another one that happened is we saw Felix Rosenquist and Marcus Erickson 
collide spun out Mm -hmm. they called it a swedish (laughs) swedish spin which i thought was pretty funny because they're both swedish drivers and it was at this point when right before this alex pillow had ducked into the pit lane yeah and they were trying to figure out if he had made it on time and he did yeah he did after that like he had the lead for he had a seven second lead at Mm -hmm. one point and Emma texted me and was like, Alex is quite literally pulling a Max Verstappen yeah. right now. When I say Alex Plow can give Max Verstappen a run from, for his money, I'm not, like, I'm not... No, I, yeah. I'm not me. Like, I think I, he could. I, I'm with you. In, in equal machinery, I would love to see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then... I know you got to keep me on track here because I have notes, but I don't know where we're at. That's fair. I never write down the lap number. We talked about it earlier in the episode... But if you have to pit during a caution when the pit lane is closed, that's an emergency pit stop. A few drivers did. A few drivers that were leading, not leading, but like in the lead, they had to for fuel reasons. Mm. And because of that, they had to drop their places. Mm -hmm. So when the restart finally happened, it was Palo, Pato, Christian Lungard, Roman Grosjean, and Canapino. And also behind him. Oh yeah, he was up 12 places at this position. Yeah, and also Marcus Armstrong. So Augustine Canapino... And Marcus Armstrong were kind of fighting for rookie of the year at this last race. Marcus Armstrong was in the lead, like, points-wise after not competing in any of the oval races. So that just goes to show, like, he's he's he missed out on, like, five races but mm-hmm. still had the lead for the rookies. Mm-hmm. And the only way Augustine Canapino would get that rookie of the year is if he finished fourth. I want to say he had to, he had to finish fourth or higher, and Marcus Armstrong had to, I think, either I think retire mm-hmm. um and it kind of got to a point where I thought that might happen because Augustine kind of you know was holding his own for a hot minute mm-hmm. and Marcus Armstrong was yeah not a with great. I mean especially with all the chaos that was going on I was like yeah. anyone could retire at yeah. this point just I mean spoiler Marcus got rookie of the year like yeah. he was fine <laughs> um jumping ahead the uh Santino Ferrucci, that move, I don't know if it was at a restart. I think it's probably at a restart. It was at a restart. No. No? Like when he came out of nowhere on the sand? Yes. No, it wasn't at a restart. There was, I think he was avoiding a collision and went into the sand. And then just, because there was a crash that had happened in and front he of just, him. And he just overtook through the sand. Yeah. I mean, he did lose a few places. No, but, for sure. But he didn't get stuck in the sand. He didn't get stuck. They called he, it. He avoided the crash. What do they call it? Houdini. They called him a Houdini. Yeah. It it I was... I, he, I'm watching the crash, and then this black and red car just comes out of literal left field. No, and I'm nowhere. like, who is that? <laughs> it's Santino. <laughs> I mean, props to him. I think he ended up dropping four places, because he was in the running for, like... I don't want to say podium, but, like, top five. And yeah. then I dropped him back to 11th. Yeah, that was jumping ahead because that's, like, quite a few laps. I mean, there wasn't, okay. like, that much that happened between that. Well. Was there? Elio Castroneves, he went off twice in a matter of, like, two corners. Oh. Rejoined the track. And Alex Pillow actually had to, like, like dodge and, and swerve yeah. to miss Castroneves because... It, I mean, I literally wrote, could you imagine if a lapped car took Alex Pillow out? Yeah. Like, true. A lapped car that is struggling to get back on the, on the right, track right now. Right, right. It was such an... I don't I don't know if they gave out a penalty for that. I don't know if... I'm still unfamiliar with the penalties in IndyCar, but this would have been an unsafe mm-hmm. re-entry um, penalty in F1. So, it was kind of crazy. It was a little crazy. I wrote here as well, Dev just having a sneaky, awesome race so far, up 17 positions. Yeah. That was um, the point in the race also, where I took notes here. Uh, Callum Ilaw had was having a pretty good race. 
Like and he, at this point, David Malukas was too. As well, our, our three race. guys. Yeah, my three guys. Yes. <laughs> I, I wrote also Malukas just avoiding the chaos somehow. Somehow, and how is Ilot still unscathed as well? Yeah. So it was a great. It was great to see mm-hmm. for that period of time because it 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 was it, it did not go well. <laughs> After that, um, it was about the halfway point or just under the halfway point um, when I think the fifth caution came out. And that was when De Francesco and Malukas collided. It was... My heart was in my chest. I in my wanted... chest. My heart's always in my chest. My heart was in my stomach. Yeah. I wanted to... Cr- <laughs> I wanted to cry. Like, it, it wasn't It wasn't malicious. Like, it wasn't, like, a scary overtake. I think it was just that the, the track and just the conditions. Yeah. And yeah. it was already a chaotic race. And it was a risky move. And it just... it They... It... Yeah. You know what? I do feel like it wouldn't have been risky at any other track. Mm-hmm. Because there was space for both of them in the corner. Well, it's it just was... The... It was um, he lost, uh, like, Devlin lost his rear while yeah. trying to, like, yeah. retaliate against David Malukas. David Malukas would have had that pass, like, no problem. And Devlin was just trying to defend. And because of the conditions of the track, like, yeah. we can't. It was and track it was, conditions, for sure. It, and yeah, it, it sucked. And, like, they're friends, you know? know. Like, uh, it made me sad. It made me sad. I'm... But anyway, because of that, Caution came out. And Pato had dipped and dived. Mm. Dove. Paddle had gone into the pits. You know dodgeball? Have you seen the movie Dodgeball? Dip, dive, dodge. Dip. No, dodge, dip, dodge, dive, dip, duck, dive and... duck, and dodge. Dodge. I mean, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Dodge, dip, dive, duck, and dodge. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Paddle went into the pits. <laughs> Paddle ended up going to the pits right before that caution came out. And that put him at the advantage because Alex Pillow did not go into the pits when he should have. And he had to when that restart happened. So we saw Pato take the lead. And I was like, this is everything to me. I was like, if Malukas is out, if Newgarden is out, I'm all my money's on Pato right now. Oh, yeah. He was, yeah. I, I was like, you know, Pato, honey, you just you do, do what you got to do. <laughs> but. <laughs> I know. But then he lost that lead. Again, we're jumping ahead. When he had to go into the pits again to switch onto the alternate tires yeah. because he'd been going on the primaries this entire time. Yeah. And you just can't do that in IndyCar. And yeah, it was just, it's just a series of unfortunate events is what this race was, genuinely. And it's not even over. Like, we're not even halfway done. There was a part where, or like a moment when both Scott Dixon and Scott McLaughlin passed Alex Pillow. So Alex Pillow was like riding in fifth for a hot minute. Mm-hmm. And I was like, he's not going to podium. Like, I know he's like, he's not going to win this race. I mean, he didn't end up, he, he did not yeah. end up winning, but I was like, are we going to get like Roman Grosjean, Pat Award and like someone else up on the podium right? for a change? I, I was like, that's kind of where I thought it was going. It did not happen like that. Unfortunately, Helio Castanova's hit Colton Herta. Do you remember that? No. <laughs> you don't remember that? Dude, there's so much. Around. I know there was a lot that was going on. I just, I'm not like actively rooting for Colton Herta, but this track is, they called it Herta's house yeah, because this is where I his dad won. He's won it here a handful of times. I think his dad helped build it. Build the track? I don't know. Maybe it was part sponsor for it. Maybe, Regardless, yeah. this was like a track that should have been Colton Herta's. And for reasons... He led for one lap. <laughs> and for reasons outside of his control, he had to... I don't know if he retired or if he dropped back. I think he might have actually had to retire. I think he retired. But it was... 
it was painful to watch. I was just like, I was like upset. Do you know, it was kind of like when Logan Sargent, it was that one race and I was like kind of actually rooting for him because he had made it into Q3 and was doing pretty well, but then he had to retire. It was like that. Yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm actually rooting for you because I just wanted, I just want you to do something at this race and just, yeah, unfortunate. He tried. Yeah. Next year, when the the um, finale is in Nashville, maybe he will have a a Herda's hoedown. Oh yeah. <laughs> can you can you please come to Nashville with me? What are you going to Nashville? This I is want news to. to me. I said. Remember, I said I was like, we're going to Nashville. Why that th- would be this weekend next year? Yeah. It's usually not like a crazy school weekend, but I can't promise anything. <laughs> I think it'd be so fun. I'm not saying it wouldn't be fun. Nashville. I'm just saying, I, season finale. I know. For those of you who don't follow her, she loves Formula One. Was present at the race this weekend, mm-hmm. and had some really great, you know, behind the scenes stories and posts and coverage and whatnot. And uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe so, that can be us, us next year. Please. Why are you saying please? It's not like I don't want to. I don't know. I know it's yeah. That's too far away to figure out. That's a goal. Wait, if we went to Nashville, would you go to a, con- a country concert with me? If there's a concert there at the time, there's always a you're concert right. in yeah. Nashville. I mean, they also have always have performers there. Exactly. Then, yeah. Would you wear cowboy boots? I have cowboy boots. Would I you love wear... my cowboy boots. Are you kidding me? Okay, good. Would you wear a cowboy hat? Because I have both of those things and I like to wear them. If, if you supply me the cowboy hat, I will wear the cowboy hat. Okay. This might impact my decision. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> um... Emma's not a country fan. No. I am a country fan. Yeah. So. It's like one of our, we don't have like a lot of differences. No, that's one of them. Yeah. But I would go for you. Great. One of my real life friends. <laughs> it was after Herda had had to retire, go into the pits. I don't actually know where he ended up finishing. Pato, that's when he actually had to go and get the alternates yeah. on. And so did Roman Grosjean. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that they were both banking on there being no more s- cautions because it completely screwed up the race and mm. they dropped down to like 13 to 14 mm. and they had to fight their way back up. I think Pato, he ended up making it kind of far. Um, where did he end up finishing? Pato ended up finishing ninth. Okay. So he made up a few places, but I think that last caution really screwed him over, you know, which is different because an F1 would be like a, a safety car would help the drivers yeah. not screw them over. Yeah, exactly. Which is insane. A wild difference, you know? What? Oh, I was just going to say, unless you're Lewis Hamilton in the last lap of Abu Dhabi 2021. Yeah. Sorry to trigger anyone. Um, We ended up seeing Scott Dixon win, his 56th race win overall. And Scott McLaughlin came second. And Alex Plo came third. And Alex Plo came third. Yep. Okay. I want to talk about something. Okay. I want to talk about Callum Eilat. Okay. There's a lot happening today, yesterday after the race and today. Oh, with Augustine Canapino? Yeah. Augustine Canapino has very passionate fans. Yeah. So what I didn't realize is that he is, like, one of the only Argentine drivers, mm-hmm. like, in, like, a major series like this. Um, so, like, when he races, like, the entire country watches Augustine Canapino. I yes. didn't know that until, like, this past weekend. And I guess... I don't even recall... The incident? Do you recall? No, but okay. I know something happened. So Augustine Canapino and Callum Eilat, they're both on the same. They're on the same team. They're on the same team. They so both yeah. race for Hunkos. Hunkos Hollander Racing. Yeah. Hollander. Hollander. JH Racing. Yes. 
That's what we'll call it. So they race for the same team. I don't recall the incident. There was, you know what? I don't fault me. There was so much going on yesterday. I don't, I, yeah, I, I did see a replay of it, but I don't recall it in the actual race. Mm-hmm. So Callum ended up finishing fifth. Canapino ended up finishing 14th. And let's just keep in mind that Emma had already has already mentioned Canapino was kind of going for the rookie of the year mm-hmm. um, title with this race. So there probably was definitely more riding on it for him, more riding on it for his fans. Long story short, Callum Milot is getting a lot of hate and abuse online from Augustine Canapino's fans. Mm-hmm. It's uncalled for. It's uncalled for. It's unfair. He had to make, I believe, just his Twitter profile. I'm not sure about his Instagram private. If that's you, let's just rethink it. Let's it's, just chill. I don't. I really, as a teammate, as any driver, you're not trying to ruin anybody else's race, especially your own teammate. I bet you that Callum would have tried anything to kind of they're, they're avoid not, that. They're not going to crash on purpose. Like it's you're especially not going to take your own teammate. It was it was an overtake that Ilot tried to make. People are arguing that it was at the wrong time in the race. The whole thing was chaotic. The whole race was chaotic, exactly. And you can, you know, think what you want about whether the overtake was uncalled for, whether Eilat should have waited, even if he was putting pressure um, and whatnot. But um, regardless, it happened. And the abuse that Eilat is now facing online is just absolutely uncalled for. I hope that it can die down the next couple days. Augustine Canapino, he is a very skilled driver. He has never had any open wheel racing experience before this. So he he is, he's doing pretty well, or he did pretty well all season, but you, you can root for your favorite driver and you, you can love them. Obviously, like that's what we do, but you, you, you gotta be respectful. Like there's no reason to ever send hate to anyone. Mm-hmm. And also it's okay to admit that your driver has faults. I'm not saying that Augustine Canapino did anything wrong during that race, but he's no driver is perfect. Like that's, do you know what I mean? Right. Like, I mean, as a Callum Eilat fan. You're not going to defend every single move he makes. Uh, right. Yeah. I, I mean, I wouldn't do that with anyone that I'm a fan yeah. of. Um, I would with Lance. Emma is a delusional Lance fan, yes. But um, <laughs> no, you, you do have to look at what's going on out there. Yeah. We're, like, we'll just, there's nothing much else to say about that. But just be respectful, especially online. What you say affects people. And like, these drivers, they're real people. Like, they have emotions. I also think that this is just the big uh, start of a very long and successful career in IndyCar for Augustine Canapino. Yeah. So the future is bright. I think we can just move on. Move on. Oh, I thought this was funny. The safety car, like the, the pace car is what it's called in Indy, had to, had to get refueled. Because of how many cautions. Oh my god, really? Because of how many times it had to go out during that race, it ran out of fuel. Wow. I know. That's very telling. Like, isn't that insane? I'm not surprised. No. But it is very telling. Yeah. That's, yeah. I actually, like, we had to postpone recording our F1 podcast because this race did not end. Mm-hmm. Yes, true. We, we were supposed to start um, recording yesterday half an hour earlier, and yeah. we couldn't because... The race. And even, I was even a couple minutes late, and I left immediately after yeah. the Indy car race ended. So, yeah. Thanks, Indy. Just Thanks, Indy. <laughs> um, we saw, just like with, with the points, with like at the very end of it all, Scott McLaughlin finished third in the standings. And it was like a 10-point difference between him and Newgarden in fifth. Pato Award, I think, fourth by like four points points like it was very very close for that third place 
position in the standings at the end of it all. Like it was, it was tight. Like if, if Pato had finished like a few slots higher, he like probably would have finished third in this series. Pato literally finished four points back of McLaughlin. Isn't that insane? That is crazy. And Newgarden finished five points back of Pato. Yeah. So I don't... And Newgarden only picked up five points yesterday. So that's, again, telling as to how good of a season Newgarden Mm -hmm. did have. Also telling as to how close the competition is in IndyCar. Yeah. I'm going to miss Indy. I know. I was thinking that today. Although I was feeling stressed yesterday because... (laughs) What? Because... The NFL season started yesterday. Well, it started last last um, Monday. Uh, started last Thursday, but the big NFL Sunday football started yesterday, mm-hmm. and it was on the same time as IndyCar because football goes all day. And also, the U.S. Open final for the men's was yesterday, and I did say I didn't watch it because I didn't have time because I had so many other things going on. But I'm a little happy to have one less thing off my on my plate mm-hmm. in regarding in regards to watching sports. <laughs> I did post a video of my screens. I had Indy on my computer right on my lap and I had NFL on the TV in the distance and I posted it and George Russell's girlfriend, Carmen, Mm -hmm. was doing the exact same thing, watching rugby and tennis at the same time. And a lot of our followers... She was watching different sports, but... Yes, but same thing. Um, A lot of our followers also responded and were like... (laughs) Same. I can't... I don't want indie to end, but like also like I have so many other things that are about to start too. Yeah. Because for me, NHL hockey starts soon too. Well, I I'm pretty sure that's why the indie season ends. It when must it ends. be because, because NBC is a big NFL network as well. So yeah, they, I, like yeah. they can't overlap, especially if the races are on Sundays, games are on Sundays. Like they can't, they literally can't overlap. Yeah. yeah. So it'll be interesting to see next year when the Olympics um, Your- are involved but also i feel doesn't indie start quite early like it, it starts like in february i don't know okay. maybe <laughs> um compared to like an f1 season they start in march they, i mean i guess it's more only a month but yeah but um, it might go later if they have to pause it for the olympics because the nbc has such right. coverage has like ma- majority coverage of the olympics in the states do you think they'll pause it or you think they just won't broadcast it indie yeah i don't know they don't they don't know they haven't released the schedule next year because they're still finalizing it right i hope that they're that indie comes out with their own streaming service because mm-hmm. i also want to watch indie next and that's a great I segue know. let's get into it indie next yeah indie next so our indie next champion christian rasmussen and yeah they had a double header this weekend actually and it was like a really you know it came down to like the last race here too yeah right because hunter McElroy was right up there as well um yeah, yeah. we don't actually like well, you can't watch Indie Next anywhere. <laughs> Unless you're in the States. Unless you're in the States. Um, for us, you hardly can watch Indie so. Next. Um, so we've been, like, watching standings, but not, like, actively watching the races. Watching the races. But we're hoping that next year maybe we can pay more attention to it mm-hmm. and hopefully run an F1 episode and an Indie episode per week. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> we need it's to hire people. Yeah. <laughs> if that's what we're going to do, hire someone to do the editing. Um also, Indy Next, Jamie Chadwick's in Indy Next, which yeah. we talked about. Yeah. But Nolan Siegel. Mm-hmm. So he was a rookie this year for Indy Next. He finished third in the standings. So he raced a series with HMB Motorsports, which is associated with Dale Coin Racing. Dale Coin Racing obviously has that team in IndyCar. Mm-hmm. And they currently do not have a confirmed driver lineup for next year for the 2024 IndyCar series. Mm-hmm. So both the 18 and the 51 are 
up in the air. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't we don't know. Devil and Dave Francesco is rumored to maybe take one of those spots. Okay. But Nolan Siegel, as well, is rumored to take the other one. Okay. I just want to point out, he's 18 years old currently. Rookie season in Indy Next. Third. He raced at Laguna Seca last year. I think he had, like, a one-off race. Mm-hmm. And he did, he did okay. Like, he didn't finish last. But, yeah, so rookie season, rookie of the year. He had a few wins this year. Already making a name for himself. If he were to be signed for Indy next year, I think that would make him the youngest driver to participate in IndyCar. Wow. Don't quote me on that. I might be wrong, but it's... That it's is interesting. It's, yeah, it is. He's in the talks to to join Dale Corn Racing next year. But in other news, Devlin DeFrancesco has said he's excited to announce his 2024 plans. He has not come out and said what he's doing yet, but... Where we are anxiously sitting at the edge of our seats, biting our nails, waiting. Come on, Dev. We just um, want to know. I doubt that Andretti is going to have a fourth car this year. There's a lot of talks of just getting rid of it. So then it would just be Marcus Erickson, Colton Herta, and Kyle Cook. Andretti boys. The Andretti boys. The three of them. But yeah, we're waiting to see what Dev's going to do. Well, we know something Dev is doing. What? He's now a full-time puppy dad. He is a full-time dog dad. Him um, and Katie got a puppy. They got a puppy. I can't believe we're announcing this on our podcast. <laughs> I mean, she announced it on Instagram. But it's like, important. The fact that we have to talk about this is kind of very funny. important. <laughs> we had to. Katie is a full-time mom now. A mom in dental school. Props. Praying for her. <laughs> I say that as if I am also not a full-time student with a dog. Yeah, that's fair. Stella is a child. <laughs> she She's is a baby. My baby. Yes. Um, there's still three aside. Oh, I guess four teams. Aside from Dale Coyne that have not fully released their driver lineup for next year, Kunko's Hollinger Racing, Ed Carpenter Racing, and AJ Foyt Racing, there's still question marks around who's going to be in their lineup. And I mean, there's still question marks at Chip Ganassi, let's be real. They're... Alex Pelo no. still, oh, yeah. still has not said anything. I know, which stresses me out. Yeah, Felix to Meyer Shank. I don't think we actually announced it on the podcast either. No. But Felix is going to Meyer Shank Racing. So that lineup is confirmed with um, Tom... Bloomquist. I like that Felix is still there's a huge question mark around his name if he was actually going to continue in IndyCar, but I'm glad that he is because I think Rosenquist and Bloomquist on yeah. the same team. Yeah. They're... Wait, is this the graphic that we were asking people to yes. send us? Can I see it? Yeah. Well, who sent this to you? So, you m- remember how we asked for someone to send us a Twitter account that keeps up to date with the indie grid? Someone did. So, if you're curious to know what's going on, whenever something is announced, whenever something is rumored that the the um the graphic gets updated and it's mama underscore g-force on twitter who does it and thank god because it is crazy hard to keep up with and yeah they they put on there the rumored who's suspected to join that sort of thing so callum doesn't at this moment have a seat either next year nope i did not know that yeah okay so we will keep our eye out um could you imagine sorry to cut you off if Dev and Callum end up on the same team. I would love that. Katie would love that. I Kate would, and Katie, Kate would, and love Katie that. would love that. I would die. Yeah. I mean, they, let's be real. They already act like the four of them are like a team. Yeah. But like for them to actually be on the same team would be nuts. That would be insane. There's not rumored for, there's not rumors for that to happen. No. But it could because. But I, have you heard anything about Callum's future? No. I didn't even know he didn't have a seat until right yet. now. So. Yeah. I don't know why they wouldn't keep him. Like he's doing pretty good. Yeah. I don't know either. But yeah, that's all up in the air. We will keep posting on our social media when stuff does get updated. I think during the off season would be a really good time for 
us to put together like a little indie guide. Like in terms of like rules and stuff or like what you need to know. Yeah. We can record that or we can like figure that out. And that way everything is there for you to listen before the season starts. So I mean, we have some time. We don't need to do it like next week. Yeah. But I think that would be really beneficial um, because we're not really a podcast for beginners. Do you know what I mean? I feel like we're pretty beginner friendly though. We do try and explain things as, as they come. Um, but yeah, I feel like before the next season, we can definitely put together like a motorsport guide. What you need to know. I'm going to think of like a cool name for this, but yeah, what you need to know for Indy. Um, also Indy Wegment is coming out soon. So excited for that. Also Indy Hunger Games. Oh yes. Yeah. So if you listened to our last episode, the F1 off track episode, um, we talked about the drivers in the Hunger Games and we made a special exception talking about a few of the indie drivers, but we want to do a full indie driver in the Hunger Games. Um, I I thought of another one, the Divergent series. I never watched that. Whoa. I know that's controversial. I've never seen any of those movies. You didn't read the books? Nar. Sorry, I do that now. I know you do. (laughs) It's weird, but that's fine. Um, But before we do indie Hunger Games, I need to go on like a full YouTube spree. To learn these drivers. To learn more about their personalities. That's fair, yeah. Yeah. I feel like I have a good idea on some of them, but... There's so many of them. There's so many of them. I know. When... I'd say when the lineup is confirmed, we can circle back to this. Okay. Yeah. But Indy Wegman coming soon. That's going to happen. I'm so excited. It's already in the works. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Okay. Well, that was the 2023 season finale at Laguna Seca. Um, Oh, I just want to say, people have been sending us their paddle pictures and their photos from the race this weekend and just confirming what we already know that paddle is like the sweetest person in the entire world so thank you for those if you have photos videos from any race that you've been to like we want to see them Mm -hmm. like don't don't keep them to yourself like Mm -hmm. we want to see them we want to we are going to live vicariously through you because we're we are very limited as to what we can do um what can i ask you something what can we like set a threshold like hit I don't know, uh, this amount of followers on TikTok or this amount of followers on Instagram and you'll release the picture of you and Cal Milo. Ooh. If we hit 10,000 on Instagram, I'll release the Cal Milo okay. pictures. Okay, I love that because I've sold my soul for likes a couple times now. Chip Ganassi being one yeah. and my raincoat being another. If When we hit 10,000 Instagram followers, we'll say that on the, the next time we record an F1 podcast as well, but when we hit 10,000 Instagram followers i'll roll i will release the callum i love photos and just so y'all know i have not seen it either they're really bad and callum is one of my favorite indie drivers and she will not show me so i feel like i'm i feel like i'm those followers up. more embarrassed i feel like they're probably not even that bad but I it's probably it. not that I think, bad but i, I know that when you see it it takes you back to that moment yeah um if you don't know what happened there go back to our toronto indie recap when emma met most of the drivers anyways yeah we will end it there indie you have been insane this season especially silly season huge props to caitlin brown kevin mazer from team penske for showing us the ropes this season teaching us what we needed to know answering all of our questions um and also shout out to katie just for being our friend this season you're stuck with us now sorry katie but yeah and thank you to rachel and kate as well for really getting us into indycar this season and we are excited to keep this journey going and hopefully bring more people onto IndyCar as well. Thank you to everybody who has also reached out and shared their indie stories and kind of said, you know, mm. because of you guys, I got into indie or have gone to races because of, you know, 
episodes we put out because I know there's a few of you who have done that as well. Um, we're eternally thankful. We can't wait to continue this indie journey. I'm actually like really pumped for next season because yeah. I'm just going to know more and right? be more excited for it. Yeah. And yeah. And we'll take you along for the ride.